users. Hey, people, come on. Got like sweat dripping down my face. That's why I'm. Yeah, make sure I don't have a finger in there. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah! Hey everybody! Hey everybody, we're back at full strength! We're back at full strength! Two dudes in a garage! Two, and it's a hot garage. It is a hot garage. So here's the thing. I was, mis- I was missing Cancun. Toasty. It was so hot and steamy there. You brought Cancun back with you. Yeah, it was right on the Yucatan. And uh, so I thought, how can I recreate that moment? Well, you know what I'll do? I'll leave the garage closed all day. <laughs> Get it nice. It rained and then got hot. So oh, it's yeah, nice yeah. and humid. I got sweat dripping down my face. My sweat is sweating right now. Your sweat is sweating. Yeah. Yikes. Hey, it's Trip Sweat with Ralph and Dave. Hello. I'm Dave. I'm Ralph. Hi, Dave. Ralph, welcome back, buddy. Uh, I hope you enjoy your shot glass. My lady Mm -hmm. took a lot of pride in picking it for you. Yeah, I'll be sure to thank her as well. (laughs) Almost dropped my cigar. (laughs) So it's uh, it's a pretty badass shot glass. Yeah, we're we're glad you like like it. it. Um, so I listened to last week's episode, Dave talking to himself again. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I was very confused. Uh, I was sitting, I, I was listening to it in my earbuds as I laid by the pool yeah. with a pina colada next to me. That's how you do it. And I was listening to it and I'm thinking, Kirk, taking a trip to see Kirk Cousins? We're already here. There was no trip. I was like, what is he talking about? I was thoroughly confused. Oh, thoroughly confused. Good. Um, it was very funny though. I hate Kirk Cousins is the point of that. Uh, and then, um, yeah, so we got back, trip went off without a hitch, my passport. I think when we recorded last, I didn't have my passport yet. You're right. Because we recorded Wednesday night, and the next day, I called Dean Phillips, my congressman, and I said, Dean's office, help me out, I, I need I need some help. And they opened the case file, and they were going to call the passport office on my behalf wow. once I filled out the thing, and then the mail showed up that day. That was <laughs> so nice. I called back and said... Just kidding, Dobbins. But thank you for your all the work you do. Uh, exactly. It. I yeah. uh, well, not gonna talk about voting, but I was impressed with how they responded <laughs> to my call. Um, all right, so we've got some stuff to go through uh, tonight, and let me know what you think about this. On air production meeting. On air production meeting. So we have the Southwest Laker redraft coming up this Saturday. That's exciting. And that is, uh, so I thought we could talk about our keeper choices Mm -hmm. and what thought goes into that, especially in an auction kind of a setting because the money has to do, you know, has a a, uh, deciding factor, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just how about about redraft auction strategy? Yeah. Because we've done an auction... Actually, we did last year's Southwest draft on the air. Just you and me here. Remember, I got distracted and missed out on Michael Thomas, and then he had a horrible oh, year, so yeah. I kind of lucked out. I remember. Uh, so I thought we could talk about that. 
you assessed the mock draft rosters and went from 12 to 1. I did. And we're going to have a little debate because I have I have a I have a bone to pick with you. Just one bone to pick with you, big Dave Dizzle. I have multiple bones, but this is the one I'm going to focus on. Uh, so right. I thought we could compare teams position by position. Sure. And maybe once we've gone through position by position, maybe some of our uh, maybe some of our diehard friends could yeah. chime in with their opinions. Or you'll just see that my team is superior, and we won't even need that. But let's compare. Sure. Well, if we had any Twitter followers, then you know what we could do? It is we could not... do a Twitter poll. It is not for lack of One trying. of Beer Bad is officially done with Twitter. He, he, he took his ball and went home. Our you. one follower. Yeah, it is not for <laughs> lack of trying. So, Well, I'll, now that I'm back and I've got Paradise in the rearview mirror, maybe I can uh, take a little more charge of it. Anyway, so we'll go through that position by position. But, I mean, if you're feeling froggy, Trips Right RD is our Twitter yes, handle. that is correct. So, twat us. Um, I made a big trade in Hustle, the point per carry, Okay. while I was on my honeymoon. Shh. It was the one fantasy football thing. Nah, two. Two fantasy football things I did on my honeymoon in downtime while my lady was oh, sleeping. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, and one of them was I made a big point per carry trade. Yeah. The uh, league, the gigantic league, the Scott Fishbowl style league, my uh conference is officially starting to draft one week from today awesome on august 4th good um so i can kind of give uh give the update about that because i'll be i'll be ready to talk about it at least the first couple rounds probably next week and then finally i don't think i mentioned this to you i think i only told kurt because i was saving it for this very moment oh i am joining my first Oh, he's leaning forward. He's so excited. I already know what it is. I saw you. Oh. It was a guy from either World or Vampire. Oh, it was, and you're in that league. Yeah. My first salary cap yeah, league. Get excited. He uh, he sent me the um, the uh, document, the, the Constitution. I looked it over. I asked him some questions. He seems like a very thorough commissioner. He seems like he's kind of got his act together. Good. Uh but it's it's interesting. I've got some salary cap league kind of thoughts going in and kind of the things that make it challenging, and then I'm going to be learning on the fly. It's going to be a steep learning curve. So when you draft somebody, you get them a contract right away, or do they come with a contract when you draft so them? So do you want to start talking about this league? I'm just curious, that's all. Well, I mean, we could just start with yeah, it, and I can kind of tell the gist. And we also have a, vampire, a little bit of vampire to go through, and I have uh, – uh, Madden 22 is starting to come up with their rankings, so that's going to be fun. Say. That's going to be fun to go through too. Um, so. Ooh, I don't have that on my thing. Okay, that's okay. I can go through the gist. So that's okay. So here's so here's the uh, so here's the gist. I'll give you the high points. And ba- and I, I I looked at it as I I couldn't turn this down. It's the next challenge in sure. the fantasy football kind of challenges. Yeah, yeah. And even though I'm tapped out on leagues. And even though I financially and time wise, I'm also going to be taking over management of some of Kurt's, where he's going to finance them, and I'm going to manage them, and we're going to split the money uh, because he's really, really feeling tapped yeah. out. And so I offered to take over a handful of his. Um, and I'm and I have full decision making. It's not like a team. He's like, nice. I trust you. Do your thing. Yeah. Uh, but I just I couldn't I couldn't pass it up. It's like the next level, you know. 
of course I was talking to Joey earlier today and he uh he's starting a new Empire League and he's like I'd love to have you and Dave or you and Kurt and I was like oh dude I don't know man I I don't know I might be I might be cashed out but I don't know we'll see all right. I may be interested. Oh, Joey, yeah. did you hear that? Why not? If you're listening, Joey, let's talk. I figure Joey has, Joey's been very reliable when, when I've been starting leagues that he's jumped oh, totally. in and been yeah. somebody reliable to come in and be active. Yeah. And so I, I would feel bad not doing his when he need, if he wants another active, passionate owner. So, all right, I'll throw him a bone. All right, so salary cap leagues. Yeah. So, the NFL salary cap for 2021 is $182.5 million per team. Okay. So that is the salary that each team in this league has. It's a 16-team league. Okay. And you have $182.5 million with which to pay your players this year. It is a slow auction draft. Okay. Which, which that that's another thing I've never... Have you done a slow auction yet? Never. Okay, Kurt has, and he said it was really crazy because you've got a whole bunch of players on bid with where it's gonna where the bid time ends at different times. So you have to decide where you're putting your eggs because if you end up getting five players at the same position all at once for more money than you wanted, you're kind of screwed. Wow. So that's a whole other animal that I'm gonna have to come up with a good yeah, strategy for. But let's just pretend it was an auction that's not slow. So yeah. you bid on players. Using your $182.5 million for this year's salary. So okay. let's say your winning bid on Devontae Adams, let's say it's $30 million for this. I mean, that's a, that's high, but that's I think lot. it's like $100,000 increments or okay. something. Let's say it's $10 million for this year. Sure. So then my understanding is that after the draft, so you have $182.5 to sap to draft with for the auction. Yeah. After the draft... Now you have to assign numbers of years for contracts. You have like 121 years with which to assign contracts. Wow. So let's say Devontae Adams, you know, he's what, 28? 29, yeah. So let's say you're going to give him a three-year contract. So you pay him the $10 million for this year. Uh-huh. In the second year, I think it's like a 15, 10% increase. Okay. Third year, 15% increase, something like that. Okay. And then your total amount to spend each year increases as the actual nfl salary increases so let's say in year two you might have 200 million to spend because i think the salary cap is low right now if i remember remember correctly because of all the COVID stuff so you have to manage the money you're bidding with initially for the first year of salary then you have to assign the years that you have and get everybody established you got the years that need to match up then you kind of need to look ahead for how much, with the inflation of the players that are on more than a one-year contract, how much they'll cost next year. And how year. many players do you draft? Do you know? Oh, it's a lot. I feel like it's... So you have to... It's a lot. 20... You, over... I mean, 25, 27, So you have maybe? to divvy up 121 years in all those players. So you're wow. going to have a bunch of one-year contracts for oh, guys yeah. that aren't proven or that are a little older, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. So... Then there is, I think the rookies are going to be tied in year one. So I think they would have contracts the way everybody else is. But after year one, there is a rookie draft where you are, I don't know if it must, because I feel like there's a rookie 
like a rookie minimum contract. So there's something where that works in. Okay. So your rookies, you get at a base contract, and then if you extend them later, that's when you give them a bigger contract. Got it. And then there's a free agent draft every year. So wow. guys that ran out of their contract, if you let them go, if you didn't, there's a free, you get a franchise player. You can establish a restricted free agent, meaning. Uh, meaning in the restricted free agent draft, if the winning bid on, let's say, Devontae Adams, if he's mine, I would have the chance to match that to keep him. So there's a lot of those kind of little Jeez. angles. But basically it's like you got a lot to keep track of and make sure it all jocks. Yeah. And in the meantime, you're trying to put a team on the field that's actually going to win. And is that through Sleeper? No, oh, it's on that? MFL. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh. You there was MFL. not only is it on MFL for the actual league, but it's on Slack for the league communication, which I'm not a fan of that either. I'm not familiar with Slack. <sighs> yeah, it's it's supposed to be like a like a bulletin board thing. Like it's got I don't know. It's hard to explain, but um, it's just another it's just another messaging thing. So I've I've used it before and. Um, gotten off of it and said if you guys want to kick me out you can but i'm not going on yeah. slack anymore so oh that breeze feels good by the way yeah i let you have that it's, side it's i figure i'm just gonna i'm gonna it's cool looking in the back the so um so anyway uh it's going to be intense it's already sound like it's intense i mean that's there's I mean, a lot to think about my, my initial thought process is that you kind of need to have a few guys that you want to really go hard on and know you get right because you can't have you don't want to have bids in on every single person that's up like kurt said every person could have two players nominated at any one time which would mean there's 30 some that could be up at once wow so you don't want to have bids in for everybody because what if you win them all and then all of a sudden you're full and it might not be the right yeah you kind of have to be patient and just have a few guys you want to make sure you get that sounds like fun, and it sounds like a lot. I know. I might regret doing it, but not You really. might. Still room if you want to get in on it. I'm going to pass. Too much? Yeah, it's okay. too much. All right. Um, so anyway, that's the uh, that's the salary cap league. I just I couldn't uh, I couldn't pass it up. Well, good luck. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, speaking of salary cap, I was setting up the draft for Laker, the redraft uh-huh. on Saturday, and for some reason... ESPN decided that they're going to call auction drafts salary cap drafts now. What? I read the description to make sure I wasn't crazy. Yeah. They're just, it's an auction draft. They're calling it salary cap. Huh. And they're saying, you have a two, you have a $200 salary cap to spend. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's an option. You're trying to get cute because yeah. that's not what a salary cap league is. Nice try, guys. Oh, you want to know what my team name is? Yeah. I am the cap now and cap is all bold like salary no, cap. I, I get it <laughs> <laughs> zing yeah good luck with that thank I you i gotta run to my car real quick oh okay well then why don't i uh why don't i start on uh tearing apart your assessment of the of yeah. the mock all right so last week when dave was talking to himself he decided that he was going to obsess the Trips Right Startup Mock Draft, which has since become an actual league. Dave thought that I was the second best team and he was the first best team. I disagree with my good friend, Dave. 
Uh, and I'm going to explain why right now. And we're going to give them these, uh, these teams, our two teams, position by position, and see what you folks think. Now, one thing I think we should establish, I'm going to write down Ralph and Dave. And then I think we should also establish um, future versus now. Dave, let me ask you a quick question. Yeah. When you were assessing our two teams, yeah. were you thinking dynasty value as in for the future? Or were you thinking for this coming year? I was more for this coming year. Okay, then your opinion is even more ridiculous. Yeah. Because you're not better than me this coming year. Yeah, I am. Okay, so here's what I think we should do. I've got two columns, Ralph and Dave. Sounds like a good... Uh-huh. Yeah, Good that's that's make. that's our two names. All right. And then I'm going to lay out quarterback, QB, running back, RB, wide receiver, QBR. tight end, mm -hmm. and maybe we just add in a little flexi flex to see whose flexors are stronger sure. when we get to it. All right. So, we're going to go position by position and this is going to be now versus future. Now versus future okay all right so we're gonna start with the quarterback position and i'm gonna just tell you right now i think you do have me on quarterback mm -hmm. but not by as much as you think okay my quarterback room for the second best team I haven't you're even, even, you're, I haven't, you're even admitting it sorry i haven't even had time to light my cigar you, i'll do my quarterbacks you okay. light your cigar. all right you can okay. start with the quarterbacks because yours is yours are better anyway. yeah so my quarterbacks i've got matthew stafford uh now with the los angeles rams and i've got now you think he's gonna be pretty good yeah okay you know honestly he's already good and he's going to an even gooder team so it's win-win for him and then i've got david carr as my other because it's a uh, super flex super flex homeboy uh, and honestly, I do believe David Carr is going to have a hell of a season because he's going to be playing for his job. Yeah. Uh, those are your only two quarterbacks? And I've got uh, uh, Taylor Heineke. Okay, so those are your only two quarterbacks? Yeah, that's all I need. So you don't have me beat on this by as much as I thought you did. So, my quarterbacks are Tom Brady and Daniel Jones. Yeah. Um, you only have two quarterbacks? Yes. I only okay. have two. Because I waited forever. That's fine. I waited much longer than I normally yeah. do. So, I, I will concede that because Derek Carr should have a much better year than Daniel Jones in theory, I'll give you now. I'll give you the now. I think I said David Carr again. I got to stop doing that. David Did you? Carr's I, his brother. I heard Derek Carr. Did, Did you, I okay. just say David Carr? No, you said Derek. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think you said I think you said Derek. All right. It's a it's a make or break year for him, for sure. And then for future, I mean Daniel Jones is is the youngest guy of the group. Mm -hmm. However, I also have the oldest guy of the group, so I guess I'll give you the future as well. Yeah. So you have both for quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. So far so good for Big Dave Dizzle. All right. Again, that was, for those of you who want to chime in at home, that was Brady and Daniel Jones for Ralph. Yeah. And that was Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr. Derek Carr. And Taylor Heineke. Heineke. 
for Dave. And I have conceded that... Concede? Is that the right word? Yeah. Agreed. I've agreed that uh, Dave has both future and now, but I think it's closer than it may appear. All right. Go ahead. Who and are I your... I mean, oh. honestly, Heineke may be the future in Washington, too. It's possible. I mean, Fitzmagic's there. Yeah. He could overtake Fitzmagic this year and be the quarterback yeah, of the I'm, future. Yeah, I'm sure Heineke is the quarterback of the future. Listen, you already won quarterback. I said, How about we move on? I said could be. I'm not saying he is going to be. No, I'm just saying. No, because he's not going to be. All right, let's move on. Do you have a crystal ball in front of you? You don't know. Got two of them. All right. Oh! So, <laughs> zing. That's why you're sitting funny. All right. <laughs> I took my wallet out of my pants. All right. <laughs> Running backs. Yeah. Who do you got? I've got Miles Sanders. I've got Just Kidding Dobbs. Oh, game over. I stand yeah. corrected. All right. Go ahead. Continue. I've also got James White, uh, Madison, Ingram, and that's it. Okay. I have Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Mike Davis, Gio Bernard, Latavius Murray, Naheem Hines, Darrington Evans, Roundtree, Herbert. Can we admit that my running backs are better both future and now? Are you willing to concede that? I am. Okay. However. Now for sure, I could see the argument with Sanders and Dobbins both being young. Mm-hmm. But I have passed just the, like I've got some nice role-playing slash handcuff guys on my bench too. Yeah. So I'm taking it. I'm taking running back for both of those. I mean, I've got a pretty good handcuff in Madison as well. I mean, Cook isn't exactly a, a picture of health. Now, you know, you are a Vikings fan, correct? I am. Now, if I recall, Alexander Ma- Alexander Madison um, has... Is that ha- a real song? No, it's Alexander Hamilton from oh. the musical, but I made it Alexander Madison, oh, which is kinda, very similar. Kind of weird, weird out it. Uh, sure. I'm sure I'm the first person to do it, too go down smooth don't they i love those i know especially black chair yeah and i don't like the bud light ones so make yourself at home um i mean you could have anything but especially the ones i don't like um oh, I will. was it somehow i don't know you were making some point about madison and cook oh okay you're a vikings fan have you or have... die hard vikings fan well then then you have seen madison get his chance when cook has been out yeah has that impressed you He's even done well. Actually, he's better when Cook is in the game. When he's relieving Cook, when he's spelling Cook, it's better. I would like to see the facts on that because from my memory, he's looked like real poopy pants every time he's gotten a chance to play. And it just continues to be this, one of the best handcuffs in the league. But Poopy pants is kind of, it's kind of. I mean, he's almost as bad as Amari Cooper. All right, so. Who's got Amari Cooper in this league? Well, okay. All right, we're going on to wide receivers. I don't think running back is as far away as you think it is. Just saying. Okay, well, I have the two best ones for this coming year. Right. Who there are they again? CMC and Derrick Henry. Okay, and hopefully CMC stays healthy. Griffin. 
there's no reason to predict that he'll get injured. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm just saying. I mean, if you want to pl- if you want to play the game of predicting injury, how about predicting that Miles Sanders might not even be the starter on his team? His team hates him. Stop it. They it's, hate him. No, he's they, horrible. He's not horrible. Now you're just making stuff up. I'm not making anything up. He had a couple of big plays last year that boosted everything. They don't like him. They've got a thousand running backs on that team, including a pass catching back they drafted. They don't hate him. Okay. Let's go on to wide receivers. Hey, you wrote the check, and I'm cashing it because you said that your team was better than mine. All right. And it is. Ralph's wide receivers. Nuke Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Keenan Allen, Marquise Brown, Denzel Mims, Van Jefferson, Tylen Wallace. Who are your wide receivers? Dave's wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Amari Cooper, DJ Chark, Odell Beckham. Nicole Hardman, Quintez Cephas, Gabe Davis, Tutu Atwell, Daz Newsom, Deami Brown, Tamori and Terry, and... Oh, you like murders, huh? A.J. Green. I and got I s- you on that one. You think you have me on that? You'd rather have... You would rather have... Adams, Jefferson, Cooper, Chark compared to... Okay, you're predicting that Beckham's going to be amazing again. You don't even... You don't have to put Nuke, Beckham in Nuke, there. Nuke, Godwin, Woods, Allen? Yeah. I disagree. I disagree. Marquise Brown, Mims, Van Jefferson, those three on the bench are way better than your bench, guys. They're better than Hardman, Cephas, Davis. Ooh. Hardman, Cephas, Davis. Then who do you have? On the bench? Brown, Mims, and... Marquise Brown, Mims, and Van Jefferson. I'd rather have those three than Cephas, Davis, and Hardman, and I'm a Cephas guy. You'd rather have Marquise Brown over Hardman? Yes. Shut up. Marquise Brown has a starting role, and he came on last year. Hardman, I'm not convinced is going to be the guy. They're not even in this direct comparison. I'm Marquise Brown is the guy. They drafted a a receiver in the first round to help him because he's not the guy. Hardman is the fourth best target on his team, generously. Fourth. Fourth, after whatever running back they're starting. Ceh. Yeah. So, would you rather have Hopkins or Adams on your team? I'd rather have Hopkins. You he's would. got He's got the young, exciting quarterback that we know is going to play and is going to open stuff up with his legs. You don't know who's going to be throwing to Devontae Adams. This year? Rodgers. He's coming back. I, I'm not buying that. Yeah, I would take Nuke over Adams straight up right now because of the mystery of wondering what's going on with Adams. There's no mystery. There is a mystery. You don't know who's throwing to him. Rodgers. If Jordan Love is throwing to him, then there is not a conversation here. And if Rodgers is throwing to him, you'd still have Hopkins. If you knew that Rodgers was throwing to him, I would give you Adams, but we don't know that. 
We're talking in the right now. You're throwing out a lot of ifs here. We all throw out ifs. We're making predictions for the year. You're just trying to make your team better than mine is all you're doing. I'm just arguing my viewpoint. I think my team is better than yours. I'm not conceding wide receivers. I'm not conceding wide receivers either. They're both. We both have good wide receiver rooms. We have great wide receiver rooms. But I'm not. To, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in and saying yours is better than mine. And I'm putting three wide receivers in my flex spots. That's hot. Cooper, Chark, Beckham are all my flexes. They're all number ones on their team because Cooper is still the number one over CD's nuts. Okay, well, do you want to talk about? Well, first of all, Cooper's on the pup list right now. He's not even he's not even healthy, and he was ranked lower than Woods last year on actual production. Keenan Allen was fourteenth, Woods was thirteenth. And Amari Cooper was 15. Okay, so now we're talking about how they did last year? I thought we are talking about this You've year. You've used that argument before! <laughs> You've used their number. You used that when we were comparing whatever other team we were comparing. And now you don't want to use it. But we're so not... you don't want to use what they did last year, and you don't want to use a prediction of what they might do this year. You didn't mention last year when we were going to go talk about this year and then going forward. You didn't mention last year. I'm just when? Saying. What are you talking about? You said, do you want to debate this year, or do you think your team's better this year or in the future? You didn't say anything about last year. Who cares about last year? Oh, my gosh. All right, we'll call it a wash, because neither one of us is going to <laughs> Neither one of us is going to concede. It's fine, because all I wanted to talk about was tight end anyway. Yeah. All right, I have Kittle. Suck it. And O.J. Howard, Komet, Harrison Bryant, McKitty. Who are your tight ends, smart Alec? I've got Gesicki. There you go. End of conversation. And I've got, ooh, Ferkser, Disley, Farmuth. Okay, I'm just going to put the check in the tight end for Suck Ralph it. right now because for both because that's not particularly hey. close. All right, flexes. For me, Woods, Davis, Allen. Oh you've got God. Cooper. Char- you've got Cooper, Chark, and Beckham. Yes. Two of those won't even be healthy and on the field, so I don't know why we're even talking about this. Cooper's gonna be back middle of next month, anyways. Is he? Yes, he's he is. back middle of next month. Huh? August. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Do you know how many players go on the pup list in the preseason? Looks like an looks like an ankle. That can be a little nagging. I got flex. All right. I will give you that this is at least a judgment call, but I don't think I, your team is better than mine. And I don't think. And if you're talking about for this year. I don't think your team's better than mine. Uh, we play each other week one, and yeah. I'm projected to beat you by 14 points. Did you consider that? No. Okay. So you don't care about projections. You I don't have care about to, what they did last to. year. You don't care if they're currently injured. Okay. Just hey, making sure. I just have a lot of confidence in the you, team. All I you drafted. care about is your feelings. Yeah. Okay. I, I just very, care about the team that you're I very drafted. Delicate, uh, emotional mm-hmm. person. Not at all. I'm just saying, I like my team. It's the most heated we've ever been. I think it's my. You know, we actually won trivia tonight, so I've got a lot of competitive juices Nicely flowing. Done. I think is part of the problem. Yeah. All right. 
And I threw a football through a donut, so I'm pretty... <laughs> what? Mad. I don't even know what that means. The boys, like, throwing the football around, and there was a uh, a floaty donut that we were, they were trying to throw the ball through. And okay. And got it through. Oh, nice job, buddy. Yeah, thanks. I'm proud of you. All right. Well, that's... <sighs> what? Mosquito? And a bug. Oh. Crawling up and on my back. Oh, no. Ugh. Hey, I turned 40 this last weekend. Hey, I forgot. I'm sorry that I did not take a break from my honeymoon to text you it's a happy fine. birthday, buddy. I, uh, How was the celebration? On Sunday, well, it was a, a month-long celebration because Molly loves birthday month action. So I had a present every day. Wow. It was awesome. She actually scheduled to give you a gift every well, day. Well, so she had friends and family send in gifts or bring gifts. Okay. And so we had them all on the dining room table, mm-hmm. so I just picked one to open. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows me. I got puzzles, I got cigars, I got socks, I got t-shirts, and I got booze. All the best things yeah. any dude could ask for. And I got an awesome shirt from Waylon that I'm going to wear on Saturday of the draft. It's pretty awesome. It's a good shirt. Vikings themed? No. But I did get an awesome Viking shirt, though, that okay. I'll wear some other time. Nice. Uh, Friday, we went to a steakhouse in Roseville called Baltimore. Okay. I got Called a what? Baldemar. It's brand new. Baldemar. Yeah. Not Baltimore. It's awesome. Baldemar. I wouldn't eat a steakhouse called yeah. Baltimore. All their um, all their meat is prime. And I got a, a nice ribeye, which was You oh, love so that ribeye. I do. One of their appetizers was uh, a pork belly with bourbon soaked cherries. And it comes with a shot of bourbon. They're like you can pour that bourbon on top of the pork belly if you want. I'm like, I'm just going to shoot it. That's fine. It's my B-Day. It's my birthday. I had, a, <laughs> I had a little glass of Blanton's while I was there. Ooh, they have Blanton's. Oh, they've got some high-end stuff. How much for a for a glass of Blanton's? It was, I believe, over 30 bucks. 30 bucks for a glass? Yeah. Whoa. But, hey, it was my birthday. No, I mean, I'm, I mean if you're going to have, I mean, if you're going to have a glass of something, that's great. The Weller was about sixty bucks. That was a bit. Because the place there's a place on uh, Fireside Foundry on Penn. Yeah. They have Blantons, mm-hmm. and it was like twelve bucks for for a for a serving. Um, and uh, Christian, my coworker Christian, and I were going. Well, yeah, you met Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going there for a while, and then the last time we went there, it was up to like fifteen a serving. Oh yeah. And it's like that's too much for a normal happy hour, you know. I have a couple of those, and all of a sudden it's like. Expensive. Yeah. And then Saturday went to Khan's Mongolian Barbecue. Love that place. It's one of my favorite places. And what basically what it is, you get your meats, your veggies, your noodles, your sauces, and they fry it up on a big abachi mm-hmm. grill for you. Mm-hmm. Add peanuts. The first Add round, what? peanuts. Oh, okay. I didn't know what kind of birthday this was. Yeah. So I make sure. Well, it's my 40th. I go all out. <laughs> First round, I got the the spiciest sauce. My lips were on fire. Yeah. Oh boy. See, I don't like I don't, when something's so spicy that it's uncomfortable. I don't. Yeah. Enjoy it. Well, I didn't think it would be that uncomfortable until I actually sat down and ate it. Mm. And then we went to an escape room after that. Ooh, where was the escape room? In Roseville. Ooh. Yeah. What was the theme of the room? Uh, it was a cabin. So basically, this lady was a killer, and uh, every person she killed, she took a souvenir. Like jewelry or eyeglasses or a watch or something, so we had to find those treasures that she kept okay. in order to prove that she was the killer. Mm. We made it with eight minutes to spare. 
So it was uh, awesome. I you, love Escape Room. Have you seen the movie Escape Room? It's like a thriller. No, but I saw there's a sequel. You should watch the first one. It's actually pretty enjoyable. Is it? Claire's a big fan. We've watched it twice, actually. I've never seen it. If you like Escape Rooms, it's a pretty sweet theme for a thriller. Huh. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They get the out. Escape Room tries to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I got that from the, the sequel. I mean, pretty straightforward yeah, trying, to, yeah, trying to figure that out. Sure. And then yesterday, or Sunday, uh, Anoka had their uh, county fair. So okay. we went to the county fair. And that was my actual birthday. And the boys were finally tall enough to go on all the big kid rides. So they were super excited. And I was excited because I got to take them on my favorite ride, the zipper. I don't know if you know the zipper. What is the zipper? So that's one that kind of looks like a chainsaw. And the individual cars flip around. Oh my gosh. It's it's awesome. I love roller coasters. Oh, they didn't have any. Well, they had a little kitty roller coaster. Well, I mean, I know a fair is, is different. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd want to go on a roller coaster at a fair where they're screwing it back mm-hmm. together and taking it apart. Um, but I, I love roller coasters, but rides that like spin. I'm not a oh, fan of the God, spinning ones. It. No, I like the ones that are super high, super fast, yeah. like spin upside down. That's fine. But like, and then just the we spin. gave them all the unlimited ride bracelets because of that's that the only way to do paid it. Paid for itself, of course. And then I saw. I mean, Sunday was hot, right? And they had little misting stations all over the place where you can, you know, cool off. I saw about five kids wearing hoodies. That's ridiculous. Two of them had their hoods up. Yeah, they sound like they have emotional problems. And I just want to go over there and be like, hey, emo kid, take the hoodie off. Wear a tank top, for God's sake. Enjoy your time here. Yeah. Because you got to be just sweating. So I turned 40... And rode my favorite ride on the same day. I don't know if anybody, too many people can say that. That's awesome. So it was a good day. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was really hot in Cancun. And then when I looked here, I was like, man, it's just as hot in Minnesota right now. Yeah. At, least, gonna, at least we're by the ocean. And it's going to cool down, though, next couple of days. It'll be in the mid-80s. I so was just going nice. to say, I think Saturday, especially if I open the door and let the air flow through, like, leading up to it, I think yeah. we can do our draft in here. Yeah. Because obviously, when I, you know. Obs. Yeah, right. Yeah. Obs. See, that was a good time. Well, good. I'm glad, buddy. I'm glad you had a good birthday. You had a good birthday, had a good honeymoon. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Um, speaking of bugs, when the bug landed on you, that we had a couple of funny moments from, from the honeymoon. Uh, one was it was the first night. We were going to sleep. The lights were all out. And Claire jumps out of bed like oh, a God. bat out of hell. And I go, What? She goes, there's a bug crawling on me. And I'm thinking, okay, she's imagining this because she always thinks there's a bug crawling yeah, on her. Yeah, yeah. And so she jumps out of bed, she turns on the light, and I look, and there's a beetle crawling across the bed. I was like, oh, <laughs> man. And she was keeping it calm, and I was keeping it calm. I tried to flick it out of the bed just to get it to the floor. It was The thing leaving. flew. Oh. And I was like, ah, it flew! <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, she tracked it down again. I grabbed a thing and squished it, but um, that was a pretty funny moment. You didn't let it outside? No, we squished it. Don't squish a beetle. You let it outside. Shame on you. Okay, I'm sorry, Dr. Science. If there's a bug inside, I kill it. There's a daddy long legs in the basement today. I let it live. Why would you let a daddy long legs live and not a beetle? Because I respect the daddy long legs. You don't respect the beetle? No, I don't. You relocate. You don't kill. I'm just saying. Okay, well, that's very that's very uh, uh, Captain Planet of you. All right. Ooh, I used to have a Captain Planet ring, actually. Captain Planet, 
He's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers magnified, and he's fighting on the planet side. Have you seen Captain the- Planet? Have you he, seen the funnier dies skit with Don, Don Cheadle? Cheadle? Yes. Earth, wind, fire, water, and then heart, the kid who can talk to animals. I'm lame. Yeah, that was awesome. He always had something where he, he was the one who always saved the day talking uh-huh. to animals. Anyway, I loved Captain Planet. Um, The other funny moment was, you know, there's a safe in the room, right? Yeah. So every time you plug your number into the safe, or every time you close the safe, you put in your number and... And the, the, the star button and sets it, right? And then yeah. you got to remember that code. Yeah. So we use the same code every single time. My favorite number, Claire's birth year. Every single time, didn't change it, so I just knew what it was. Every time I punched it in, I'm saying the number out loud to myself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in my phone. I'm making sure I don't accidentally put in the wrong number because right. then you can't get in. Yeah. That's the end of that. Um, I'm also thinking, man, how many drunk people have to put in a number to have no idea what it is, right? So... There must be somebody with like a master key yeah, or a master code be. or something, yeah. right? So the the last full day we were there, I had locked the thing in the. I had had my coffee and we we're going to the pool and I locked in the morning, and then we get back after breakfast, and I punch in the code. It doesn't work. Beep. Type in the code again. Beep. Uh-oh. Type in the code again. Blocked. It was too many incorrect ones mm. and it locked on me. And I said to Claire, okay, I don't know what's going on. It must have been a malfunction because I wouldn't, I knew what code I was putting, you know. So I was like, that's okay. I can't be the first person this happened to. So I call down to the lobby. I tell them, they're like, okay, we'll send somebody up. This guy comes to the door. I tell him what happened. He pulls out a drill and like a full tool assortment thing. And like freaking speaking of Don Cheadle, like Basher in Ocean's I Eleven, love it, love it. he's got the drill and Good he's drilled. Thank you. You tossers, you had one <laughs> job to do. I mean, nice working with proper villains again. Um, I love Ocean's Eleven, by the way. It's fantastic. Love it. I actually didn't hate the all girl one. Surprisingly, it wasn't terrible. It was it was completely a knockoff of the first one yeah. to the point where the opening scene with Daniel Ocean's sister was the same opening scene i thought you can't give her her own scene okay anyway i'm off on a tangent anyway like basher style he takes out this drill and he's drilling into the metal of the of the mechanism of the locking mechanism on this safe to the point where there were there were metal shards all over the ground when he was done yeah and he had to pry the thing open and then i took my stuff out and then he removed the whole thing from the wall and they put on a new safe. There was no master code, no master key. And I'm thinking, okay, number one, I'm thinking, wow, this lockbox is really secure. Yeah, it is. That's pretty good. Like, nobody from the hotel can get into this short of, like, a full-on Ocean's Eleven God. moment. But also I'm thinking, how many times do they, just because there's a drunk person, do they have to replace an entire safe? They must have just they a warehouse of these a safes. A room full of right? safes, yeah. And they buy them, you know... 10,000 yeah. at a time so it doesn't matter but it was pretty ridiculous and i and i feel like an idiot but it wasn't even my fault i something went wrong but at least it was a last day it was yeah exactly and then claire was really worried they were going to charge us for the safe on the way out yeah i'm like i'm going to pitch a stink if they try to charge us for it yeah. because this is you were doing yeah, the right code exactly yeah so anyway that was that was our couple of uh couple of funny moments um oh one more funny moment Ooh, i like funny moments i well, and then we can take a break and get back to football. Um, I got real nice and tan, 
right? I saw. I'm, I'm feeling good and tan. Nicely done. A little heat rash going on, yeah. but that's, we'll just ignore that. Yeah, so, so Claire was very concerned I was getting burned. She was very concerned. She's very concerned about moles and skin cancer sure. and all this kind of stuff. So she wanted to make sure I was lathered up with sunblock at all times. And she kept checking, yes, I'm lathered up. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, okay. So my stum- my my theory is that my stomach, I ha- can only get my stomach tan if I'm laying on my back. My back gets tan when I'm doing yard work yeah. because it's exposed naturally. But your stomach, it has to be specific. And then like, you get the white right underneath here all the time. Um, I get that. I don't get that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my boobs are small enough that I end up not, not Yeah, too I bad. get the white. I also am lean back, you know, it's a very oh. stretched open kind of a thing. I'm when you like, mow? Oh, when I mow? Yeah. Uh, I don't really get any. it just comes down. Yeah, I guess I don't really get any sun oh, here when okay. I mow. Anyway, not the point. So the last full day we were there, we go to the pool, and I said to Claire, all right, my stomach, my front is real nice and toasty, reddish tan, right? So I'm like, I don't need to get any more sun on that. I'm going to only lay on my stomach or be in the pool. Sure. I'm going to get my back and my back and my legs tan. So I said, babe, will you spray down my back and make sure I'm lathered up with the 30 sunblock? So she sprays me down. And later on, we get back to the room. And I'm changing. She goes, oh, my gosh. I don't, I don't think I got you sprayed well enough. I was like, what are you talking about? And I'm realizing it's kind of hurting in yeah. some spots. It wasn't. It was the end of a can. It hadn't fully come out the whole way through. <laughs> so I had a zigzag of white, of light, down my back and then down each leg and burn all around it Ooh, because yeah. it didn't come out consistently enough. And it's funny because my lady, it was her fault, but she was the one that was concerned so about So you don't spray and rub it in? You just spray? Don't you rub that stuff in too when you spray? To make it, sure you get a nice even... It depends. Well, the spray, the the aerosol spray ones are not intended to be rubbed in. They're mm-hmm. intended to be sprayed and let soak in. Okay. On my arms, I do rub them in. On my stomach, I rub them in. But when it's on my back and I'm having her do it, I just have her spray me down thoroughly. Sure. I don't bother having sure. her rub it in. Spray me down! Yeah, spray me down! So anyway, that was my, that was my sunburn nice. moment. Um, all right, we're at 46. Why don't we take a quick break? We'll come back, talk Laker League and sure. um, a couple other things. Come back in two and two. I knew that was coming. Sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. Sun bake. All of those tourists covered with oil. That was me. Strumming my six string. On my front porch swing. Smell of shrimp there beginning. Wasted a day again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost Where's the salt? Where's the salt? Where's the salt? <laughs> People say that there's a woman lay But I don't It was all Ralph's fault True all right, Jimmy Buffett. In honor of, in honor of my uh, my lady and her love of margaritas. Uh, yes, not a big fan, but 
uh, we were, you know, the joke was we were in her, you know, she's Mexican. Yeah. So her grandparents are from Mexico. Oh. But it was just funny because I feel like a lot of people had the instinct to talk, to speak in Spanish to her. I speak more Spanish than she does. She wouldn't understand <laughs> a, word, a word that she says, so it's kind of funny. Mm. Um, all right, so uh, let's get back to... Oh, before you talk about the vampire, because yes. we had the first of the three vampire conferences finished yes. drafting, so now we have the vampire team made up of the leftovers. Yes. Um, have we talked about Cam Akers being out for the season? I touched on it last week. You touched week. on it last yeah. week, okay. Um, I don't own him anywhere. The only places I had him, I had already traded yeah. him away, so it didn't affect me. And now Michael Thomas is going to be out for a bit, too. That's not good. And he has a four-month recovery, but he had the surgery in June. Yeah. So it might not be that. It might not be as bad. But if, if last year's any indication... Well, I know. Hopefully they actually let him get fully healthy, so when he right. comes back, he's good to go. Um... So you you touched on Acres. What are you what are you thinking with Daryl Henderson? Is he somebody you're trying to acquire? No, because I think even if you're a contender, I think probably people not. who have Daryl Henderson now think he's are worth hoping for right. Cam Akers owners to overpay for him, right. and I just don't want to overpay for Henderson. Um, I've seen a lot of people who asking if you have Henderson and you're offered a. 2022 second for him would you take it yes mm-hmm. i would take a 2022 second especially a 2023 second mm-hmm. for henderson and i would not think twice about it twice i think on a tuesday baby. yeah and i think there are a lot of henderson owners thinking they might get a first because he's gonna yeah. but i just have no faith i think they're gonna bring somebody else in i think they're gonna share i don't think he's yeah. gonna be the guy and they're going to throw a ton anyways. And your your boy Stafford is looking yeah. like now he'll really yeah. be. I'm I excited. wasn't sure, but now it's going to be. I'm yeah. excited. Um, and then the other, and then as far as Thomas goes, if you have Thomas, I think you're holding. I think it's the same as last year. I think you can't sell for as low as people want to get him for. Uh, and, I mean, if you're used to holding from last year, it's going to carry over to this year anyways. Exactly. So you're, yeah. Exactly. The um, only issue is how he'll do either being thrown the ball by Winston or by Hill. That's the only thing you have to worry about. I think once he's back and healthy, I think he'll be fine with either one, but that's the key is being back and healthy. Correct. Are there any other players on the Saints that you are targeting or that there's anything interesting about based on the Thomas news however in your estimation i mean i i have tried to go after troutman in a couple leagues yeah i think he's the one yeah i mean especially if they get down to the red zone i think that he's a big body he's the uh, big juicy target yeah yeah definitely um but again i mean if they're in the red zone they've got kamara i mean they've got hill who could he can run at any time too so uh but yeah i i like troutman i think uh he's gonna be pretty good and uh, I uh, took a shot in him a couple places. But it's kind of like it's kind of like with Acres. All of a sudden, you he, you see Otis, whatever Xavier, whatever yeah. Jake or Jack, Jake Funk. All those guys getting picked up just as flyers because yeah. nobody knows who will right. pick up the load. It's the same thing here. Marquez Callaway, Traquan Smith, yeah. like all these guys being picked up, and and uh, I think Troutman will be the only one that you'd 
actually be excited that might get a little more opportunity. I concur. Um, I think he would have anyway. Yeah. You can make an argument that he'd be better with Thomas taking a lot of attention, but oh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So, um, but I don't think I. I feel like I don't successfully really acquire anyone based on an injury. I don't feel like I'm good at acquiring the injured player because yeah. I want too much of a discount. I don't feel like I'm good at acquiring the player who is now made, who's now made um, relevant because I'm not as interested as the person who's holding them thinks I should be. Right. I don't sell guys who just had an injury. I mean, I guess the only thing might be like I was thinking about this in Westeros, where I really think I have a chance to compete this wow. year, especially after getting CMC. And I'm thinking, man, could I go to Danny and say? You know, like, would Danny give me Ridley? Like, if I went, I mean, Thomas and Ridley, I guess a lot of people would probably rather have Ridley based on the way Thomas is a couple years. Yeah. So if I went Thomas and a second for Ridley, like, just so I had a healthy healthy stud and didn't have to wait on Mm -hmm. Thomas, like, I just wonder if something like that would work. I have no idea, but generally speaking, it's just probably a hold. Yeah, and whenever there's an injury, there's always a mad rush for you know whoever has the injured guy to either try to sell the injured guy as a hold for somebody else or try to get their handcuffed or replacement or there's also the people who want to try to get the replacement from somebody else so there's always a mad dash for those scenarios whenever there's a big injury so that's always fun to watch like when when an injury goes down it's fun to see the trades that happen um, but I, I tend to not buy into the hype after an injury, yeah, especially I, in the preseason. Cause I generally, I like most of my teams anyways, so I don't want to try to shake things up just to get a what if guy or a hold guy for next year. You know, don't you also mm-hmm. think that there are so many, when you've been doing this for a long time, you have these scenarios in your head that you just force yourself to think about when you want to overreact like, I just keep thinking, Amir Abdullah, when he looked in the preseason, remember he had that 180-yard run yeah. for the Lions, and people went crazy, and he was moving up. Like, there was there was I drafted talk. him. Yeah, but you didn't take him. That was the that was that first Emperor League draft. Yep. But you, and you didn't take him as high. I mean, there were people talking about him. You know, he moved his way up into a high first, and he ended up being nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, who were some other guys? There was that receiver for the Cowboys who, like, week one had three touchdowns and then didn't do anything else, yeah. like, from a few years ago. Anyway, so, uh, so yeah, I think it's – I also don't want to spend my free agent budget this early. Right. Uh, there was somebody who spent 85 bucks. Was it Xavier Jones? Is that yeah. the guy people are talking about in, so. in I know LA? it's Xavier. I'm Xavier. Sure. I thought it was – I think it's Xavier Jones. I guess I could tell I have my stuff open, but um, – but like eighty-five of your dollars, I don't remember what the total would have been, but I don't care how much you have. Eighty-five dollars on a guy where it's like I mean, I'll I'll put out for nothing and see if I get him, but I'm not spending money at this point. It's just there's too much of the year to go still. Yeah. And for a running back this early, you have no idea what could happen. So if you're doing that flyer, just do it for for nothing or for a dollar. And then speaking of Xavier's, have you heard about Xavier Howard, the Dolphins? I think you mean Xavian. Xavier and whatever, yeah. Xavier and Xavier. Yeah, well, I saw saw something when I was at the lobby bar in Cancun, but it was in Spanish, so I don't know what it said. (laughs) He wants to be traded. He wants out. 
from the Dolphins. The Dolphins are an up-and-coming team. That doesn't know, make sense. But it's because he, they're not paying him like he performed last he year. He restructured it, or he got a new contract a couple years ago. He said he really wasn't sure what he was signing. And now oh, that he's... on. That's what you have an agent I for. I know. But now that he's playing like he's one of the top cornerbacks, yeah. he wants to be paid. But he had like 30 interceptions last year. Yeah, he had a lot. It was a lot. You and, have uh, Westeros, don't you? And they've got, yeah, and they've got Byron there, too, yeah, Byron Jones, yeah. who is getting paid more than he is, and he wants to be paid more, so... I mean, he, he signed a contract, and then he outperformed it. Yeah. I mean, so you either have faith in yourself, sign a shorter contract so you can re-up because you're that good, right. but the whole point of the contract is you have security, so if you don't play as well, you've got a little more security. I don't know. But then there's the argument, too, is, you know, teams can cut players... At will. You know, they can restructure contracts as they see fit. Why not, if you feel like you deserve more money, why not ask for it? Why I mean, not that's hold fine. on until you get do, it? He, mean, can do, he can do his it's, thing. It's your money. You know, go for it. And I would say, so he's demanding to be traded. He wants out. Yeah. Meaning he wants some other team to pay him what he thinks he's worth. Exactly. So I think that's, that's fine. And then... I guess my thing is making that a public spectacle like it seems like it is how that makes you how that makes you look like if they don't have to trade you so now are you prepared to like sit out for the year are you prepared to not play at all he's got zero leverage I mean is that really what you want to do you want to sit out and not play at all I can't imagine he has the gumption to do that which means now he's going to be playing for a team that they know that he doesn't want to be there. It's like this whole big can of worms. I know. It's, it, that happens a lot. When, sure does. When players pop off and they, they want to be traded, they want to they want to be paid like the guy. I just thought it was interesting. I can think of a whiny baby quarterback that's uh, in that same boat. He's got a little more leverage, though. <laughs> he does. Because um, he's made enough money to live 27 lifetimes. It's true. Uh, even the money he makes outside of football. Exactly. He's okay. Isn't it Gronk that's never spent a dime of his football contract? He just lives on his endorsements. That's what I would do. Yeah. That's totally what I It's a smart move for somebody who appears to be so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's got good people around him, I bet. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. All right, so the... Uh, Should we do vampire quick? Yes, vampire. So, so this is... Uh, so this is a redraft league. The vampire team, basically 11 of the 12 teams draft. Yep. When they're completely done, the vampire team crafts their team based on the waiver wire players. Yes, and this is Rich's baby. And this is no... And you can't pick up any... Is this the one where you can't pick up any players on waivers unless it's an IR? Yes. And there have to be multiple... Like, if you and I both had a player go out for the season, right. then we could pick up a player on the waiver because yes. there has to be somebody to bid there's against. There's got to be a bidding war. You can't just pick them up Correct. for free. And there's no trades either. And there's no trades. And if you lose to the vampire team... That's the kicker. The kicker is the vampire team gets to pick one of your starting players in that game and swap same position for another player of theirs. Correct. Which gets pretty saucy. Right. And last year... If I remember correctly, last year the Vampire won like three games. Yeah. Um, the Vampire team, we'll see if it fits the mold, because you're about to go through the team, but yep. it seems like every year the Vampire team is pretty good at all positions uh-huh. except running back. They never have good running backs. So if they can pick the super deep running backs that are like 
the depth guys and luck out in a couple spots, that's when they, their vampire can be good. Yeah, I mean, it's... So let's hear it. It's not a bad team. And uh, a lot of times the vampires end up being similar across the three divisions. Yeah. Uh, so this is Count Chocula. So the, every yeah. vampire changes their team name to Count. Just so we oh. know they're the vampire. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Just well, so you can pick them up. My team name, Count Neville. Count Neville's immunity. That's stupid. It doesn't well, you, fit my you thing. You have to if you're well, the Well, I don't want to do that. You have to. Well, now I'm mad. All right, go ahead. Well, you, you're not going to be the vampire anyways. It's going to be me. But I they're not taking this. volunteers, right? Because too many people want to yeah, be the vampire. Yeah. Okay. We we established that year one when I was the first one to say, "Hey, I'll do it," and then three other people were like, "I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it." Now nah, we, Rich said, "We'll just let the random yep. draft generator have at it." Yep. So Great here's Count Chocula's team. Okay. At QB, Sam Darnold and Mac Jones. Yikes. Sam Darnold obviously is a starter, not terrible. Mac Jones most likely will be starter by. Middle of the year. Was that really the best options? Like Fitz Magic ended up on a team. I don't know. Daniel I, Jones ended up on a team. I have. I'm not uh, looking at what. That's fine. I, that's left. interesting. I would have thought there'd be yeah. a better option there, and because it's one quarterback too, yeah, right? It is. Yeah. So I'm surprised that because Mac Jones is a bad second one based mm-hmm. on. I mean, I would rather have any. I mean, that means, in my opinion, that means Lance Fields. They're all gone. Who's the other rookie? Zach Wilson all got taken. That'd be my guess. Interesting. Yeah. And the old guys all got taken. I'd rather have Roethlisberger. Okay, yeah. anyway, continue. Uh, running back, Gainwell, Madison, Latavius Murray, Ramondre Stevenson, and Jamal Williams. Wow, I actually really like that. those running backs. It's not bad. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, those are all guys that could have a role or have something big if an injury happens. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. You'll like the starting the, running back in Philly too. That's good. You'll like the wide receivers also. I heard that. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> Nicole Hardman, Marvin Jones, Elijah Ooh. Moore, Rondale Moore, and Jalen Rager. Ooh, that's juicy. That's not bad. Yeah, I like that a little. Marvin Jones is sneaky good. Yes. That's a great. That's a guy that's going to end up on every vampire. Because yeah. he's not flashy, but no. he could be the number one for Lawrence. And, I mean, Marvin Jones has a history of performing in the first couple weeks of the season. <laughs> we know this. And 30 points, 40 points. And that's points. all the vampire needs. If he gets... It's all the vampire needs, buddy. If Marvin buddy. Jones blows up week one and two, this guy has got two players <laughs> for the other team. <laughs> uh, tight end. How many four-touchdown games does he have in his career? Because I think it's two at least. It's ridiculous. He has one for the Lions, and I think yeah. he had, and he had one for the uh, Bengals. Gosh. Anyway. It's good to be Marvin Jones. Uh-huh. Uh, tight end, Pat Fryermuth, O.J. Howard, Dawson Knox. Okay. Some high upside yep. plays. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, kickers, Jake Elliott with Philly. I can't believe Jake Elliott wasn't picked. For some reason, he has never ranked highly on the kicker rankings. Yeah. And I don't really... I think part of it is he's not as accurate as you might think yeah. he is. He had that good, that good they Super do, Bowl run. They do score points, though. True. Well... Kaimi Fairbairn is his other kicker. And if the team... He's a great kicker, but that team doesn't yeah. score enough. And his defense is the Chargers. There's one defense, huh? One defense. So okay. looking at... I mean, his buys... He only has – he doesn't really have any buy uh, issues. Okay. Uh, so that's not uh, that's not terrible. No, that's not bad at all. Yeah. 
Well, I'm chomping at the bit to get our draft going. We're late August, though, aren't we? August 15th. the other August 15th. August. The next one starts August 1, and okay. we're August 15th. Okay. And this draft took 12 days. Which was not the longest not one. Not the longest. The longest one was 13 days Ugh. in 19. And there was a lot of complaining going on in the group me chat. Yeah. About people people timing out and auto picks and everything. There was somebody at the turn. People they weren't sure that may have died. Yeah, there was somebody at the turn who both picks would be auto picked. That's a <laughs> long time. But how to Rich wait. has it set up is if you are if you miss your two um, picks in a row, you're set up on auto draft. Okay. So that would kinda help speed things up a little bit. So, but it's sad that somebody would auto draft though it's like come on man like and again this is a conference the low it's the lowest conference yeah, this it's is the, the this is the noobs so yeah it's the noobs i mean once we draft it'll be it'll be quick wow my main goal i i'm honestly winning would be fine like i don't want to lose to the vampire and all right. that what I really don't want is to be the last place and get bumped to the lower division. I want to stay in that high division. Yeah, because that's, a, that's not, another wrinkle in this one is if yeah. you're the lowest, you drop down. If you win it, you get bumped up. And it's not like it's not like we were put in the highest one initially because we're so good. It was right. just the it was just the luck of the yeah. like we just wanted the higher payouts. Yeah, yeah. If we win, yeah. Oh, that's right, because it's higher yeah. higher paying. Too. And then he's also got you know the week seventeen. You play for these special um, power-ups that you can oh, use. yeah. I have one. I have a bottle of Wolfsbane. I have a... But a, I don't remember what it does. I have a bag of blood coins, I think. Do you... <laughs> but I... A, bottle, I have to go, a bag of blood coins. I can't access it on my phone. i got to go online and yeah, actually see, do and it. It's another MFL yeah. kind of thing. And now I'm going to have three leagues on MFL. Um, so... Uh yeah okay so I'm very uh, yeah I'm excited I I don't want to lose the vampire I don't want to be last but I would like to win so far I've never lost the vampire so I've got that going for me all right should we do Madden rating ratings real quick and then go to us uh, Laker League I will also admit I will admit that I do when things are close I do make sure to look I do not select any good players that have a buy the week I play the vampire. Okay. Like I make sure that my, I also look like if I've got if I'm looking at my tight end, I look at who they're playing. Like if I can get, you know, just quick off the top of my head, like if I can get Kelsey against the Texans the week I play the Vampire, something like that. Yeah. Like oh yeah, he's gonna move up my list for sure. You know yeah. those kind of things because I want to make sure I just show that Vampire how it is. That's right. This is why you're the Vampire. Yeah. So Madden has put their ratings out. Okay. Um, there are three players so far with 99 overall. So they don't have – we're still waiting on um, linebacker or middle linebacker, cornerback, and safety ratings. So we've the, got everything else. So there are three 99s? Yes. Give me the position, see if I can guess them. Um, we've got one as a wide receiver, one as a tight end, and one as a D lineman. Okay, so Kelsey's got to be a 99. Yep. Yep. And at wide receiver, I would think Devontae Adams is a 99. Correct. Well, that's garbage. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I know he's good. I'm just... I didn't say anything. Uh, defensive end is a 99. Defensive line, yeah. Defensive line. Aaron Donald's a 99. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Oh, good for me. 
Yeah, nicely done. <laughs> I saw a funny, speaking of memes, 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 I saw a funny meme that was something like, it was one of those pictures of somebody's face where they're just looking like, like they're marching down the street, and it was me every year buying the new Madden, Madden with where the only updates are the rosters. Uh-huh. Like, there's nothing new nothing except new. updated rosters, and yet we spend 60 bucks on it every yeah. year. I'm guilty. God, I, I really miss um, NFL 2K5, I think, was my favorite. or 2K. Dreamcast. 2K1 was awesome, too. So, on Dreamcast, yeah. I think it was 2K1, maybe. Yeah. I can't remember. Where, yeah, because I think it was in high school. We played on Dreamcast. I was undefeated on this game against my friends. I played as the Raiders, uh-huh. and it was Rich Gannon, and it was James Jett on the just go route down the field, and he outran everybody every single time he was open down the yeah. field. Every time, people just hated me. I love the Dreamcast, and then Charlie Garner just to yeah, switch sure, it up sure. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I would rock Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi was fun. Yeah, yeah. that was a fun game. It still holds up. Thatch. And a Resident Evil game. Uh, Code Veronica is what I played, too. Uh, it was awesome. Thatcher is rejoining the Laker League yeah. because Steve took his ball and went home. Sure did. Um, so Thatcher is excited to rejoin. Thatcher's the one who had the Dreamcast. Nice. And so he would always bring it oh. over to my house, and we and me and Hans and Bonnewell and Thatcher would play in the basement. Nice. And my brother, too. All right, so the quarterbacks will be released Friday. We don't have quarterbacks yet, but running backs, 1 to 10. McCaffrey, 97. Henry, 96, Chubb, 96, Cook, 95, Kamara, 94. And the skipper, too. Jones, 91, <laughs> Barkley, 90, Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt, 89. I don't know what they're watching. Zeke, 88, and Mixon, 88. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like the Raiders haven't watched football in a while. And then wide receiver, Adams, 99, Nuke, 98, Hill, 98, Diggs, 97, Julio Jones, 95. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Michael Thomas, 94. Doesn't it feel like there's a little nostalgia on some of these? Yeah, there is. Uh, Keenan Allen, 93, Amari Cooper, 92, Mike Evans, 91, A-Rob, 90. Okay. Now we go on to tight ends. Kelsey, 99. Kittle, 96. Waller, 93. Andrews, 88. Hunter, 87. Hooper, 86. I want to know what Pitt's incoming rank Gronk, is. Gronk, 86. Gronk, 86. Gesecki, 85. On. Oh, come on. Hawk, 85. Goddard, 84. Okay, that's a nice ranking on Goddard. I, I do, do, does I, it go far enough to see Pitts? I no, know. but I do have Pitts as I had that saved. In because rookies, rookies. rookie ranking initial rankings are never very high. Yeah, where is it? Uh, Pitts is 81. Wow, that's a good starting ranking. Lawrence is 78. Waddle, 76. Uh, Patrick Sertain, 76. Zach Wilson, 75. Jamar Chase, 75. Devontae Smith, 75. Sewell, 75, Trey Lance, 74, Justin Fields, 74. Okay, so I'm not crazy. That is a high rookie ranking for Lance. That's mm-hmm. the highest rookie ranking I've seen in a while. Yeah. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. All right, defensive line. Donald, 99. Fletcher Cox, 94. Chris Jones, 92. Uh, Buckner, 92. Hayward, 92. Michael Pierce, 91. 
Calais Campbell, 90. Kenny Clark, 89. Steven Twitt, 89. Vitavia, 88. That's not defensive ends. That's just... Def- that's defensive line. Now we have edge rushers. This oh, is what you're looking okay, for. okay, okay. I was going to say, Bosa's not being 90s is yeah. kind of silly. Miles Garrett, 98. Khalil Mack, 96. TJ Watt, 94. Chandler Jones, 94. You're going to love this one. JJ Watt, 94. <laughs> Cameron Jordan, what year 90. is this? Oh, just wait. Cameron Jordan, 93. Von Miller, 93. Joey Bosa, 92. Nick Bosa, 90. Zadarius Smith, 89. All right. Whatever. Your Madden 22 rankings. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Good for them. <laughs> oh, good for oh, you. Oh, good for you. All right. Uh, good on that? Good on that. All right, let's go to Hustle. It's the point, and we'll end with Southwest Laker League. So Hustle's the point per carry. Running backs are king. Yep. Running backs are basically all that matters. Um, I, I was trying to acquire... So my my in hustle I already had Kamara and I traded Jones for a pick that got me Najee Harris, yep. Gibson, Dobbins and I had Gaskin. So I running backs are really all that matters and just to give you an example on my bench I've got Breida, Ty Johnson, Chase Edmonds, Samaji Piran, Brian Hill, Tevin Coleman, um, I traded Henry Ruggs for Tevin Coleman last year, just as an example, because <laughs> that's how much, I mean, any running back with a pulse, if they get a game where they get 10 carries, that's 10 automatic yeah. points plus whatever else they get. Correct. So it's really all that matters. So I was trying to get, I mean, I was trying to get CMC as well, but it was more realistic to get Henry. The The guy who I was trying to get Henry from seemed receptive to to talking about it. I tried a variety of different things. I was willing to give up Tua, which is a, get a, one more. a piece that okay, a piece that he wanted. Careful. Uh, I tried to do. Let me know what you think about this. I tried to just go crazy. I tried to get both Barkley and Henry from him. That's crazy. And I offered Tua, Lamb. I offered, let me think here. I offered Tua, Lamb, Gesicki, my 2022 first and second, and my 2023 first and second for Henry and Barkley. He turned that down. The owner of these two players, of Barkley and Henry, he thinks he's a competitor. I disagree. He basically has those two running backs, and they are not enough to pull him over the edge. He doesn't really have any other running backs. And his other players are but, fine. But, I mean, if but, he's thinking he's got those two running backs, he's got a shot. And that's right. probably what his thinking is. Right. And I could I could afford to give up to a – I, I want to win this year, obviously, with running backs. You kind of have to think win now. Yeah. So, I could give up Tua because I have Baker and Brady, and I thought that's fine for this year. He really wanted a running back back. And he had mentioned Gaskin. Mm-hmm. So, the deal and, – and I was looking at his team to see who else he could throw in. And I thought – you know, anybody who might get carries, I also offered something kind of heavy duty that involved Tyreek Hill as well, because he mm. gets some carries. I toned it down and uh, asked to th- him to throw in Curtis Samuel, because Curtis Samuel gets some carries. He does, yeah. And that's a point every time he mm-hmm. gets one. So the deal we ended up making was I gave Gaskin, Tua, 
and my 2022 first and second. And I got Derek Henry and Curtis Samuel. That ain't bad. It ain't bad. And, you know, as an example of, um, as an example of how important running backs are. So looking at Gaskins uh, games last year, Mm -hmm. his point totals looked like this. Gaskin, I'm talking about. Yeah. 17, 18, 34, 17, 33, 32, 26, 31, 49, so crazy. and 22. Jesus. And that's Gaskin. Yeah. So, you know, Gaskin's, if he ends up being the starter for them, he's going to be good. He was good. Totally. But here's Derrick Henry's totals in last year's games hundred, in, this, hundred, in hundred, this format. Hundred, yeah. hundred. Basically, he averaged 40-some points a game. Unbelievable. This is his year. 47, 33, 54, 37, 71 in week six against Houston. 34, 37, 27, 32, 49, 66, 17, 67, 50, 32, 75 in week 17. In his two games against the Houston Texans, he had 140 fantasy points. That's just sick. So, for example, week 17... He had 34 carries for 250 yards and two touchdowns, and that was good for 75 points. Oof. So to acquire a guy like that in this format, yeah, I don't know how anybody can really compete. If if my running backs stay healthy, right. that's the key. But when you look at like week one, I'm projected for 289, and the next closest projection is a 259. Okay. So I'm projected to outscore by 30. The That's next one running team. back right there. That's one running back. Yeah. So that was pretty exciting. Nicely done. Yeah. And I so I made that happen while Claire was asleep one of the first nights of the honeymoon. It's the best way to do it. Well, I'm looking at it thinking Meanwhile. Hey, well, I, you, well, meanwhile, you need some running backs in that league. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just have CEH. But you can't, I mean, it's so hard to trade him because you should be getting so much and it's not worth it to do yeah. it. I mean, and the team, the players that I have is tough to acquire a running back, too. Mm-hmm. So I might just be better off holding on to my rookie picks right. and building that way because it's, it's tough. Because I've tried and everyone's like, screw you with your wide receivers. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And you really can't tr- trading any other positions really tough. Even in this deal, I'm offering Lamb, who is supposed to be the piece of all pieces, and I would never trade him away. But this format, he's just not as valuable. Yeah, it's true. And this guy wasn't having it. He'd rather have Gaskin. It's so crazy. It is crazy. So, anyway, so that was super fun. All right. Last but not least, I don't have much to say about that big Scott Fishbowl league other than he's getting closer and closer to filling That's it. Good. Did you decide to do it or no? I haven't really thought about it, to be honest with you. Well, Max Philly Fan 7, you should hit him up if you're interested. He's he's getting close, but he still needs to fill some spots. Um, but I'll be excited to talk about that draft. So the yeah. last thing, then, is the Southwest Laker redraft. Yes. So pretty straight. It's a 10-teamer because we can't. I can't keep people in it. So yeah. 10 is where we've kind of been the last few years. Uh, all my buddies from high school, it's my longest-running league. We started in high school 20-however many years ago. 25 years ago how old am i 38 20 (laughs) yeah 20 years ago how old am i uh yeah that sounds good so uh first of all um 
auction strategy we've kind of touched on it is there anything different about your redraft auction strategy compared to like a dynasty uh, no i mean it's really more veterans to fill your team up you know and then you get the rookies uh who hope have a chance by the end of the year like when you had dobbins right, right? you're hoping the end of the year come playoff time that they're gonna pop and they're gonna help you in the playoffs and win the ship so, but last year, I was so excited because I had McCaffrey and I had Barkley. Yeah. And I had them for cheap. I had them for 47 Wait, I... bucks each. Oh, and th- didn't you keep Kamara? No, I didn't keep Kamara. Oh, okay. I had but a choice you, to keep him, but you, I figured. Did you keep one of those guys? I kept McCaffrey. And you acquired Barkley. And I acquired in the Barkley. Draft. Okay. Yes. And they both got hurt. Yeah, well, that's the problem with yeah, running backs, exactly. though. Exactly. So that was my that All, was my downfall. My point per carry could just go down in flames yeah. if my you know. Uh, but I do have some interesting uh, keep. Um, I had got T Higgins for a buck. Mm-hmm. I got Pittman for a buck. Um, Antonio Gibson I got for eight bucks. Okay. Um, McLaurin I got for fourteen. And I got Josh Allen for thirteen. So. I have some interesting, uh, interesting keeps. And Stafford, I got for thirteen. So it's going to be interesting who uh, who I get to keep because I haven't decided yet. You haven't decided yet. No, okay. I have no idea. And we keep five, right? <laughs> three. I know you're always trying to do it. So you in this league, we keep three. You have to. They have to have been drafted by you and been on your roster all year. You can't have dropped them. Right. A couple years ago is when I had my my honesty moment with Kamara, yeah. and you told me just keep him. Nobody knows, and you you dropped him and picked him right no back up. It wasn't you know, and I was honest. And then people who don't pay any attention were like, well, they didn't want me to have a better chance of winning, so right. they didn't let me do it. Um, so, or if you acquire a player during via trade, you can keep them if the team you're acquiring them from drafted them and never right. had dropped them. And the player you acquire, you spend nine bucks more than what they, or the player you keep is nine bucks more than what they were drafted for. So in a snake draft, traditionally, it's like a round advancement. So if you keep a, you know, a tenth round player, you keep them for two rounds higher. Keep them as your eighth round pick, something like that. It's like my. So you can't keep a first round player. It's like my work league, where if you drafted somebody in the third round last year, they're your second round pick if you want to keep them. Sure, that's how we. So in this case, it's money. So the idea of the nine bucks was, if it's a one dollar player, now you keep them for ten. That was the idea with the nine. Um, So you're looking for bargains. So like I've already looked. I I can't look at it on on here, but um, some people have already picked their keepers, and there was. Uh, somebody was keeping, I think, Singletary, who was super cheap. Yeah. Figuring, okay, I have a running back for ten bucks. I think was their their thinking there. Sure. But then I can't remember who it was. It may have been somebody like it's like a big name wide receiver. Like let's say somebody like Devonte Adams, where you got him for forty five, and now you're keeping him for fifty four. Yep. And it's like, okay, you can you can do that. And if you think that that's if fifty four is what they would go for because they're a big name player, what? It's, uh, whoever one five five PA conspiracy is got digs for eight bucks last year. And it's keeping him, or are you just looking? I'm at just over? looking at oh, okay. what the prices were. Sure. 
you know, but so you can keep a big num- a big money player uh-huh. for nine bucks more, but you're better off finding the diamonds in the rough that were cheaper. Right. So I've made my decisions. Oh, who are you going with? Um, so I acquired Mahomes via trade. I think it was two years ago when he was super cheap. Mm-hmm. I acquired him. Not super cheap, but he was cheaper than he and should have been. He's twenty six bucks. He's twenty six bucks now, so I'll keep him for thirty five. That's bad. a no brainer. Yep. Best quarterback in the in the league for thirty five. Basically, I'll keep him probably for two more years until that price gets insurmountable. Sure. Right. Um, and then I decided on J.K. Just kidding, Dobbins, because you know how I feel about his upcoming potential this yeah, year. Yeah, you have him for seventeen bucks. Seventeen, so I'm keeping him for twenty six. Like and it. I would think he would go for more. Yep. And then I was wavering on the third guy. Um, I was considering... Oh, and I did have Cam Akers in this, by the way. I don't think I drafted him, though. I think he was a... Uh, Dak Prescott was a guy I was considering. The idea being I would have Mahomes and Prescott and have my quarterback. And he was 17 bucks. He was 17. Yeah. But, you know, I thought I might get a little sassy. Uh Uh-oh. You're keeping cool? I am I am keeping Mahomes. I'm keeping Dobbins, and my third guy. I'm keeping Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Uh, twenty. I, he was twenty four. He was twenty four. So I'm yep. keeping him for thirty three. Thirty three. Uh, and I just think I mean he's basically a first rounder in redrafts. It seems like this year, and I just yeah. thought. Why not go against my green a little bit more so and gonna leave, keep two you're running You're going to leave Goddard out to pasture, huh? Goddard just, he doesn't go for that much. I mean, I got, Ertz is still there. Yeah. I got him last year. for How much did I get him for? You're looking at Seven it. Seven bucks. Seven bucks, yeah. and that was probably more than I needed to pay for yeah. him, if I remember correctly. That was one where I probably put in seven and automatically got him. Yeah. That could have been cheaper. Um, I love Goddard, but it's just not... <sighs> It's just not the same kind of value. If I can have two running backs that are trustworthy and startable and young and bell cows on their team yep. for what I'm hoping, and then Mahomes, I think that's better off. And quarterback is so deep. Yeah, There's so many quarterbacks. And you know the advantage with Mahomes. He's like two quarterbacks in one. So if I can get even a guy, you know, even an older guy who's just going to be, fun- you know, mm-hmm. functional, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, Mahomes and Dak would be pretty nice, but I just thought – it's going to be harder to get another good running back, especially when I don't want to pay very much for him, than it's going to be to get another quarterback. I also have D.D. Westbrook, who's yes, now with the Vikings. we did not talk about his new Viking. Yeah. What kind do you of, think about that? Well, I mean, he's been hurt this whole time, right? But when he's been on the field, he's he's been a burner. He won, the, you know, in, in college, he won the, what was the, what's the receiver award? The Blitnikoff? Blitnikoff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, he's had he's, some flashes. He's going to be a great third wide receiver. You know who loves D.D. Westbrook? Who? Danny loves D.D. Westbrook. Really? I feel like he's it's like Boston Scott, and then next down here is way D. down there is D.D. Westbrook. Westbrook. That's his next favorite guy <laughs> down here. That's the that's, that's fantastic. That's how much he loves Boston Scott. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I'm going with the two running backs. So I'm just I'm a very this year, I'm yeah. all about the running backs, baby. You're bucking I'm it. all about the running backs. Let's go. Let it buck. Let's go. Uh, so that's going to be on Saturday. So very excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get out of the house on Saturday. That'll be good. Yeah, we're hopefully going to have a handful of us in person. Good. Um, you, me, and Joe for sure. And and uh, we'll see how many else, how many others can come. Awesome. And then we also have the, this will be an exciting one, at the end of August on yeah. the 22nd. And I'm very close to getting everybody confirmed. Josh and 
His buddy Jerome confirmed they're in. Oh, because they're the toughest ones to confirm. And then Dave, Dave number two, Josh is still checking on him. Okay. Other than that, though, we've got we've got everybody locked in for that date. Nice. And hopefully locked in for in person because what I'd really like to do is I'd like to have an actual somebody doing the auctioneering and taking charge of it so That'd that I don't so I don't have to think about it while I'm actually do, you know somebody right. keep a record as we're going right. so. I thought that would be pretty fun. So that's going to be our yeah. rookie auction for Roman. I've never done a rookie-only auction. And I've got that penciled in. I'm good. Yeah, the next weekend, we're actually surprising the boys. We're taking them out to Colorado. Ooh. Their first plane ride. That's exciting. Yeah. We're not going to tell them until we're on our way to the airport. <laughs> we're going to have their bags packed, their iPads charged for the flight. We're not telling them until we're actually on our way. Now, are any of the boys going to be scared to go on a flight? I'm thinking one, the one kid I took on, I took all of them on the my zipper ride with me, right? Graham that loved sounds, it. That sounds so dirty. Took Nolan loved it. Henry ride. got on. He's our sensitive one. He okay. was crying the whole time. Oh, boy. I want off! <laughs> and the best part was when I was on with Graham, you know, you can rock it and yeah. make it flip. Yeah. I was trying so hard to make it flip. With Henry, it was flipping on its own. <laughs> I flipped more with him than the other two combined, and he didn't want to be on it, and I'm just having the best time ever, and he's crying the whole time. Dad of the year right here. Now, does that correspond with when you and I were at your house smoking cigars, planning the Roman League? Does that correspond? I don't remember which boys were which, but there was one... That was telling you, yeah, smoke it, Dad. That and, was that was Graham. And there was one that was yep. then there was one that was saying, "Why are you smoking? It's not good for that you." That was Nolan. Graham, <laughs> when I'm outside enjoying a cigar, Graham, whenever he can, he'll try to smell. Like I'll That's exhale, a good smell. I'll exhale. He'll try to get in on it. <laughs> and he's always, "Dad, when can I have a cigar?" So I told him, "When you're 18, you can have a cigar." Yeah, there you go. So what I'm going to do when I had mine. is on their 17th birthday. They're all going to pick a cigar. I'm going to age it for a year. Ooh. And then they're going to have it on their You're team. such a good dad. If they want. And I know Graham will want it. Nolan might do it. Henry might do it, too. So on their 18th birthday, we'll have a cigar. By the time they're 18. I mean, they're going to change so much in the time leading yeah. up to that. They'll probably already know. have smoked anyways. <laughs> yeah, so. they'll, be, they'll have already they're smoked already something. Have, they're already have been drunk anyways, <laughs> but whatever. It'll be a special moment, I think. That'll be fun. Oh, that's very, yeah. that's very sweet. I like that. All right. Ready to wrap this up? Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, everybody. Oh, you missed the mystery phrase. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was Dave's team's better. <laughs> oh, my God. I would never say that. All right. That was a fun debate. Very heated. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, you folks out there listening didn't even see the fist fight that happened in between. After. I got a real... Uh, Real you got a shiner. shiner now. I got a shiner. Dave's got a fat lip. We're gotta, just, you got to watch that right. Rough, rough shape. Yeah, right <laughs> cross. Um, anyway, thanks everybody for listening. Uh -huh. Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. That's us. I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And, uh, and we it, will have at least one draft to talk about next week when we're here. Yeah. And I mean, if you want to hop on the old Twitter, we're Trips Right RD. But that's not happening, so... <laughs> I'm just going to follow a bunch of people and hope someone joins up. And Did I tell you what I found the other day with, when I was just looking at, in the front of my book? There's our login information and everything. And I was like, oh, I do have access to that. Nice. So, 
Anyway. And this was episode, I think, 98. Oh my gosh, we're getting close to celebrating the big, we're 100. Close to the big 100. We will definitely have a party and we celebrate yeah. in true trips right now. I've past. got a line on a mariachi band who'll be here. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, everybody. Or a barbershop quartet. I haven't decided. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll just sing something. Or for a ska you. band. Oh my gosh. All we right. have three options. All right, everybody, we will see you next week. And as Dave likes to say, we will try to do much better next week. He will. I won't. I was just fine today. All right, bye. I hope your ear holes are okay, guys. Oh, jeez. We abuse them. Oh, gosh. There's an ointment for that. A salve, if you will. <laughs> A balm. <laughs> Just put it on. Don't rub it in. Just <laughs> leave it. <laughs> well, sometimes. Oh, sometimes you get it. <laughs> wow, this, this escalated quickly. You don't know where she's been. <laughs>